You're now listening to The Electrical Current, a podcast series brought to you by the independent electrical contractors. Welcome to the IEC National Podcast Series, The Electrical Current. I'm your host for the show, IEC National CEO, Spencer Vilwalk. During this podcast series, we'll talk with the folks throughout America that helps make the electrical and systems contracting industry truly great. Today, our featured guest is Amy K. Hutchins, founder and intelligence activist at Amy K. International. She holds a Bachelor of Science degree from the University of Maryland, a Master of Science from Johns Hopkins University. She's a speaker, author, trainer, business strategist focused on leadership development, healthy team cultures, and sales and innovative thinking. And most recently, Amy K. was the opening keynote speaker at the 2018 IEC National Convention and Expo in Indianapolis, where the entire IEC community from coast to coast really fell in love with her wisdom and her insights, self-included. Looking forward to learning more about our conversation, uh, more from you in our conversation this morning, Amy Kay, and I'd like to officially welcome to the IEC National Podcast, The Electrical Current. Well, thank you for inviting me. I'm so happy to be here. Terrific, terrific. Well, good. Well, let's let's start from who is Amy Kay? Well, when I was two days old, no, <laughs> I won't go back that far. Um, you know, I'm I'm very irreverent. I will tell you that. Um, I'm also very real, and so one of the things that's probably most important um, to share with everybody is that um, you know, 20 years ago, if you asked me that question, I'd be like, "Ooh, take it till you make it," and now I'm like, "What you see is what you get." Yeah, so, yeah. Um, but I'm just. You know, at the end of the day, Spencer, and this probably isn't super exciting, but it's also really true. Yeah. I am a teacher. I'm, I'm a teacher through and through. When I was a little kid, I played school with imaginary students, and then I was an intern, and then I was teaching, um, like, before I even had um, a driver's license, literally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I've just evolved over time. And so at the end of the day, yes, there might be a 1,000 people, sometimes more than that in a room. I'm still yeah. just a teacher. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. And and I'm curious, too, about um, routines and patterns. And, you know, highly successful people you know, typically follow some routines or patterns or use disruptive theory and don't follow routines and patterns. What, what's a typical day look like for you? Um, well, you know, it's interesting. So I'm a little bit of a dichotomy. So because okay. I live on the road, I never really have the same week ever right, in right, my life. Right. But there are a lot of patterns within that. And so gotcha. um, I can't remember who said it, but there's a famous quote that at 5 a.m., all the giants, the business giants in the world, mm-hmm. are either going to bed or waking up. Or waking and I up, love right. that quote. Right. Um, and so I do have a habit of being an early morning riser. Like, I am up at 4.30. I Perfect. am at the gym um, mm-hmm. most days. And I say most days just because there are some days I travel and I don't. But I have a lot of discipline in my life, despite mm-hmm. the fact that my schedule is a little chaotic sometimes. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. Good, good, good. In, in that discipline, are there, are there must-dos? You mentioned going to the gym. Is, is working out a must-do, or, or are there other things that you've found that just really work for you that, you know, it's kind of that sacred time that no matter where you're at, if you're in a hotel in Timbuktu or yep. or in Indianapolis, is there something? No. That's, that's yeah, you yeah. nailed it. Um, I got to yeah. get my wiggles out. And, and yep. I realized <laughs> a long time ago that if I don't get my wiggles out, I am a cranky girl. Yeah, so exercise yeah. is, you know, it's one of those goofy things that sometimes we don't have the energy to do it. Right. But it right. is that incredible thing that once we go do it, we get energy. And so, exactly. like, even this morning, I – 
you know, it's been a wild week, um, working some pretty crazy hours. And, you know, I, I wake up and it's 4.30 and I was like, I don't, I don't want to go to the gym. Right. And I was like, well, right. you don't have to go and have a huge workout, but you have to go. And right. so I went and I walked for an hour on the treadmill. I like, you know, I picked up a weight and called that weightlifting. I mean, there are <laughs> days like that. And I think that right. that's also really important for us to know is that yeah. sometimes it's not about the perfect yeah. outcome. Right. It's, it's about just being disciplined in the habit of, you know what, I've got to stay true to this. I've got to go. I've got to get my wiggles out. And then here I am. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and I don't know what time people are going to be listening to this, but it's yeah. 7.08 in the morning my time. And right. I am right. jazzed and ready to go. And I know that a lot of that had to do with the fact that I walked for an hour this morning. So exactly. that was a very long-winded answer. Sorry. No, 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 no. It, it, it's something that you and I share, actually, in, in common. I like the, the term get the wiggles out because it's – I, I feel I've, I've always had it akin to I, my my blood and my entire body feels like Hershey syrup flowing through me if I don't get my own wiggles out and get get the motor running and, and tooled in the right ways. Um, and, and that and works ha- on the flip side. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Well, well I was, I was going to say too, and, the, and it's a mental game that comes into play of, of the life getting in the way. Oh, I can't do this. I can't do a workout today because I got X, Y, Z, or gosh, I'm just, you know, I'd rather hit snooze for a couple more times. But if you if you take your mind over matter in those instances and then you, you go and you get out and you do that workout, you start your day with that that sacred time for yourself to get things and make that investment into your health and your body and get everything ruined, you can't – I've never regretted ever doing a workout. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's kind of – you know, it's interesting. So I'm going to go um, – yeah. Yeah. A little bit deeper on this yeah, psychologically. Yeah, yeah. You know, I get, yeah, I often get times where I'm called a motivational speaker and I sort of cringe. Yeah. Um, and it's not because I'm not a professional speaker and I spend mm-hmm. my life educating and inspiring people, but mm-hmm. I spend my life educating and inspiring people to choose for mm-hmm. themselves to take action. And right. so the only person that becomes a, a motivator is you is when you act. Yeah. Yep. And so, and that leads into confidence too. Like people don't, you just don't learn confidence by reading a book about confidence. Mm-hmm. You learn confidence by taking an action where you stand up for yourself, or taking an action where you speak your truth, or taking an mm-hmm. action where you go do something that you've never done before. So all of these things really go back to, um, and just because I'm a geek, but mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember. There's kind of a popular movement. It started a couple of years ago where Carol Dweck really mm-hmm. introduced. Um, the concept of a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset. Mm -hmm. And in a a fixed mindset, you know, we really believe that our basic abilities or our intelligence or our talents are fixed. But in a growth mindset, you know, we're out there and we're like, hey, you know, I've got this ability, but it could be better. I could develop it further. I I can persist and I can be resilient and I can have grit and I can learn Mm -hmm. more and I can do more. And all of that is the action. The action of saying, I'm willing to try and play better today. I don't have to be perfect, but today's another day to just make a better choice. And that right. is a huge shift in, in how you play the game. Right, right. It, would be, it integrates into your belief structure, right? I mean, that's, that's where totally. Carol's hitting at is, is, yeah, fixed versus growth, which then you can also parallel to, yeah, the belief structure that people have of glass half full, glass half empty. You know, hey, let's get more glasses. Let's fill all these things. Um, yeah, but, but yeah, taking yeah instead of looking at the world of laws of scarcity, looking at the world of laws of abundance, and then play towards that, and it it, you know, and it that, can really change your life. It can, and I think that you know sometimes um, when people are in um, 
a difficult space. And I, and I mm-hmm. actually say that because I use that word without judgment. Like I don't sure. say um, any type of, of comment on where they are. But let's just say they really, truly, the reality is that they're in a difficult place. Mm-hmm. When I get up and, you know, like I teach a positive message, somebody will come up to me and say, it's like, so you're like this like every day of the year. And I'm like, no, that, yeah. that's not what we're saying either. This is a human journey, and you're you're allowed to be human. You're allowed to react. You're allowed to be sad. You're allowed to grieve. You're allowed to be shocked. Mm-hmm. And then you have to decide what are you going to do with that. And so mm-hmm. one of the things that, you know, we really didn't talk about this at IEC, but I really do believe that the most brilliant leaders in the world, and that's whether you're leading a ton of followers or you're leading yourself, have figured out that the biggest differentiator is self-awareness. And that is, I understand who I am. I know what triggers me. I know what triggers you. I can manage my own emotions. I can manage my relationships. And one of the things that I think is so important is that we have to honor that we're human. I'm Mm -hmm. allowed to react. Mm -hmm. But then if I'm an adult, if I'm a brilliant leader of myself, then I need to realize that I am bigger than my reaction, and now I have to choose my response. Right. And that is a very different perspective. I, I'm allowed to be jealous. Of course, I'm allowed to be jealous. I'm allowed to be envious. I, right. I'm allowed to be angry. I'm allowed to be whatever. And right. then be bigger than that. What are you right. going to do with that? What are you going right. to What are you going to do in terms of an action? Right, right. That's that's fantastic. That's fantastic. And that it gets into the emotional awareness piece and something that. Well, it's it's funny because I mean our, our society doesn't always embrace that piece because we like to say, well, that happened to me and therefore my actions are a result of whatever happens to me you know even the even the word choice that we have but how, how do you you know how does somebody gain further self-awareness what what do you recommend um for people that are, are trying to continue to improve and, and we're, as we we evolve down this this path i i think it's really important um to talk to yourself and that is mm-hmm. not um, an irreverent comment. Cause I'm <laughs> no, my next comment is, and hopefully in the same voice, but, um, I don't really, get in an argument with yourself. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's one of those things where I really do think that we have to kind of go inward and, and really figure yeah. out, like, there, there are some great questions that I just love in coaching sessions. And one of them is what drives you? Mm-hmm. And most people are like, Oh, you know, I want a house or I want this. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's an outcome. But those are all things that are they're going to be a consequence of some of the things that you're doing today. Um, so what I want to know is what actually drives you. And do you know that most people can't answer that question? Yeah. And, it, it's, uh, and it's not because it's such a hard question. It's that we just don't take the time to stop and figure out, yeah, why am I doing all of this? Mm-hmm. Because it's so easy to be shallow. Oh, you know, I, I want the job, or I want the house, or I want the boat, or I want to put myself through school. And none of those things are wrong or bad. Mm-hmm. They're just shallow. Mm-hmm. And, and, I don't, and I don't mean shallow as in a judgment. I mean shallow as in our thinking. As right. in, those are, again, those are all things that you're working toward, but you're not telling me why you're working. Right. Like, that, those, like a boat doesn't drive you, because here's what we know, and this is fascinating about human performance. When professional athletes win Wimbledon or when they win the baseball championship or, like, the World mm-hmm. Series, you'll go and, you're in, and you'll interview them, let's just say, somewhere between 6, 8, 12 months later. Mm-hmm. They're often depressed. Right. And, right. and they're depressed because, well, I thought, like, this was going to be the BL end all. And so what we realize is that we have to find joy in the journey and we mm-hmm. have to figure out what's driving us along the way. 
Because once we reach that, it, we're not going to be as fulfilled as we think. It's just this, it's this Irish, it's like we reach the top and you're like, well, now what? I got a ways to go. Exactly. So, you know, it's figuring it out. Yeah. Yeah. That is, I think that's very powerful because it, it's, I mean, it, it resonates with me in, in a lot of different ways too throughout my, my professional career when I was, especially when I was younger and because looking at the what drives me is, is, was working towards leadership and, and leading different communities of people towards change and helping to improve lives. But yet there was ego involved in some of it too. And ego is something to be recognized. It's a part of us just as emotions and, and things that you mentioned. But it's also not something that we can allow to control us completely. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, and yeah, once if, because the ego is, is the one that does feel a little bit deflated when you reach that pinnacle of who you wish to become and you sit there and, and you accomplish that goal and then your ego says, what next? I need to be fed. This is it. You know, how yeah. do I, how do I go from here? So, so I like what you said about finding joy along the journey. And that's critical because if we live our lives for tomorrow and we're sacrificing today for tomorrow, my my opinion is we're never going to be happy because the only time to live is in the moment. And if we're not enjoying that moment and seizing that moment for the opportunities that are there and living to what drives us, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, I do. And I think, I think it's important, you know, it's like, yeah. I, and just to be clear, because I, I know, I know our audience is sitting there like, oh, you know, so what are we, every day is rainbows and unicorns? No, <laughs> right, every day is not rainbows no, and unicorns. Exactly. There, there are some days that are just a grind. Um, but I think that it's really important to, so one of the, um, one of the ways that I define, um, fulfillment is the intersection of pleasure and purpose. And hmm. so if, if you are, um, enjoying the journey and you feel like it's significantly meaningful along the way, you will have fulfillment. If it's, if it's too much of a good time and you've got all the pleasure but not the purpose, you're going to feel empty. Like that yeah. usually leads to, you know, um, addictions and, and ways to fill it that are not healthy for us. On the other side, if you're so filled with purpose but it's a – like you're saying, it's 24 mm-hmm. hours a day, you're not willing to take a vacation, you're not – it's like, well, then what's the point? Like we're still right. human beings. We're like, yeah, right. hello. Um, right. And so to me, it's and then and then we get caught in the trap of balance. So I'm just going to go mm-hmm. on the record. Yeah, I've always yeah, yeah. been on the record. You know, balance is a crock. Um, mm-hmm. I just totally don't believe it. I think the more that you chase balance, the more cray cray you get. But right. I do think that we can prioritize based on our belief systems, and that's the full circle. I'm going back to what you shared. Yeah. Um, you mentioned it's so important to figure out what do we believe in, why do we believe it, what, how are we wired, why are we wired this way? Okay. What do I want to do that's significantly meaningful that I can enjoy along the way? And so um, this, to me, is how you find fulfillment. Mm-hmm. I, I get jazzed. My why is I want to transform more lives, like full mm-hmm. stop. I am a teacher. Mm-hmm. I, yep. want, I want to share with you so that you can live out your fullest potential. Well, that's like mm-hmm. the mantra of any teacher at his or her core. I right. want you to be your full self. You know, right. I want adults now to be brilliant in business and happy in life. And that sounds so cheesy until you're like, no, actually I do. And when people That's meet me, they're like, yeah. oh, okay, you actually do believe that. I'm like, yes, right. I right. really do. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? Well, well, your authenticity behind it was definitely felt by the IEC community. And, and, oh, um, thank you. And, and, it's, and, and I think, yeah, it's going to be really this, – this conversation is great so far, and, and, and I think it, it comes across really – Really well. And, and so I want to jump back on, so yeah, balance being a crock. And, and that's interesting because I think that in, in, and I'm guessing you're relating to what, what we 
continually lean back on has been work-life balance, mm-hmm. right? And and I think everybody struggles with it and talks about it, and it's a crutch, and it's an excuse, and this and that. So what somebody that's in that paradigm of, of saying, gosh, I really struggle with work-life balance, how do you... How would you suggest to shake them out of where they're at to look at things differently? Well, there's a lot of things um, that we talk about, in it, and really they come down to two distilling and fundamental concepts. One, mm-hmm. I think that instead of trying to balance it all and talk about work-life balance, I, I just think you talk about priorities. Mm-hmm. I mean, like mm-hmm. today, today I am prioritizing work. I just, yep. I have a boatload of stuff to do. I am not going to be a great aunt today. I am not going to be a great sister. I'm not going to be a great daughter because I'm getting off of this podcast and I'm literally like going into the cave of curriculum development. Right. I will be right. in front of my computer screen. Now, tomorrow I'm doing a treat and then mm-hmm. tomorrow night it's date night. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I am prioritizing things, but I'm not trying to fit it all in in a 24-hour mm-hmm. period and drive myself insane. The other thing, and this is going to sound, again, a little trite, but it's also mm-hmm. true, and that is I love what I do. Now, mm-hmm. I'm not going to go so far as like, hey, do what you love, and like, you'll never work a day in your life. Oh, right. BS. BS. Right? Yep. You know? Yep. I mean, just Agreed. let's, Agreed. come on, hello. But there are more days, I'm sure, that I enjoy than people who are not happy in their jobs because I'm crazy nuts about what I do. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm still – and I've been doing this for, like, 20, almost 30 years, and I still love it. I still love mm-hmm. it. Now, have I morphed along the way? Have I changed what I do? Have I have I zigged and zagged? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other thing that I think that's really important, and this is probably um, most helpful uh, to listeners, and, like, okay, all that's great. Like, what do you do with that? Mm-hmm. I think you stop talking about balance, mm-hmm. and you stop – or you start asking about connectivity. So balance is not helpful, but connections are. And so Mm -hmm. I'll often, again, um, when I'm either coaching or I'm working with a management team or even just an individual over a glass of wine, when somebody seems, quote, unquote, unbalanced or unmoored or feeling like they don't have it all figured out, I'll say, where are you disconnected? Mm-hmm. Are you disconnected from friends? Are you disconnected from purpose? Are you disconnected from a relationship? Are you disconnected mm-hmm. from yourself? Are you disconnected, you know, physically, mentally, financially, whatever? And then I said, okay, well, then how do we store that reconnect, that connection? How do we repair it? What do you need to request from the world or from somebody else? Or what do you need to offer? And those are the questions that start creating momentum, movement, and action versus mm-hmm. just sitting around and being like, I hate my life. Right, right, right. Wow. Wow, that's powerful. That's powerful. The connectivity piece and being, and and you can, you know, it, it needs analysis, right? And you need to be able to then get inside to be able to then identify those things because they're not necessarily readily obvious where you're losing that connection. But if you are feeling unbalanced, it is. And then taking action is is what I hear too. Is, is, yes, uh, for you need sure. To, need to take action once you recognize and once you have that, and it it just changes people's energy. And and we are, yeah, when you change your energy and change your focus on it and you feel more connected, then you're able to then rise and become a rock star. Yeah, and you also <laughs> you know? feel more in control. Yeah. And, and, that's, and yeah. that's, again, that's kind of the irony is that when we keep talking about balance, we're affirming the wrong story. We're yeah. affirming the story that, you know, I don't have choice and I don't have action and I can't make it all work. And it's all very negative. Mm-hmm. And when you look at, well, then how do I get connected to fill in the blank? And then there's like a whole series of questions that we offer. But when when you look at that, it's like, ooh, I, I can I can do something about this. I can mm-hmm. solve this. I can own it and make my life different. And mm-hmm. it's fascinating to watch people in their body language and mm-hmm. in their word choice 
yeah. do a very visceral shift when you give them their power back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that, that helps to then feed into their confidence when they gain their power back and they start yeah. feeling that success back in. And then that's where, yeah, self-actualization and, and goals start to gravitate towards you in a way. And
Mm-hmm. But they were so much more thoughtful, and they're usually the less celebrated person. So we'll mm-hmm. often hear a lot about, like, Susan B. Anthony, but mm-hmm. we won't hear a lot about Elizabeth Cady Stanton. Mm-hmm. And Elizabeth mm-hmm. Cady Stanton was really Susan B. Anthony's right-hand woman, and right. she was the one that was taking action behind the scenes. And both of them had this incredible role in changing the course of women's history and giving women mm-hmm. the right to vote. And so mm-hmm. when you look at some of these figures, were they perfect? No. Mm-hmm. Um, were they human? Yes. And they mm-hmm. still managed to accomplish a boatload. Those mm-hmm. are the folks I look up to. Gotcha. Wow. Wow. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Um, what do you do for fun? Oh, I am a huge so – I love to cook. Um, I'm a huge dinner party thrower. I love uh-huh. game night. I, I'm a huge nice. hiker. You'll find me on most weekends hiking Torrey Pines in San Diego. Yeah, um, beautiful. Beautiful. I, oh gosh, this is probably not a great thing to admit, but I love, <laughs> I love red wine. Um, so it's fun to go to wineries and do wine tasting. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I, I managed to work in the fun. Terrific. Terrific. Well, well, good. Well, well, you, as a self-proclaimed geek, uh, as well, then yeah, I, I can resonate with the, all of those, uh, that you just mentioned. So we'll, uh, we'll have to break bread together and have a good dinner party and share, uh, share a glass of red wine sometime again soon. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Invite cool. accepted. <laughs> cool. 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 Um, I, is there a kernel of knowledge that you'd like to leave uh, our audience out there today, um, that we haven't yet covered? Um, or maybe to reinforce something that we have talked a little bit about, just to get them to think, feel, and act in their own lives. I would go back to what I shared at IEC mm-hmm. um, that I believe wholeheartedly, mm-hmm. and that is that life is happening one conversation at a time. Mm-hmm. And we need to stop and be present in that conversation and ask ourselves, is this conversation helping mm-hmm. or is it hurting? And there's no neutral. There is absolutely no neutral. And that conversation can even be with yourself. It's like, is the story that's running around in my head helping me or is it hurting me? Is my reaction to this individual helping or hurting? Well, then maybe I need to do a better response, you know. But if we can just realize that it's life, it's just happening one conversation at a time, and all we have to do is show up in this one, Mm -hmm. one step at a time. One step at a time. It, it, yeah, take, uh, take it in bite-sized chunks. And that, again, is the only, only opportunity that we have to be able to live in that moment. So that's, that's amazing. That's amazing. Well, Amy, thank you so much for sharing a bit more of your story with us. Just amazingly insightful and inspiring. Um, I can't thank you enough. And, and, uh, Thanks for having me. This yeah. Fun. I love dialogue like this. Absolutely. Um, and y'all can pick up, uh, Amy Kay's book on Amazon. Uh, the Secrets That Leaders Keep. Um, you can also learn more about her awesomeness at amyk.com. That's amyk.com. I want to thank you to all of our listeners out there as well. This has been another installment of the IEC podcast series, The Electrical Current. You can check us out at ieci.org. And if you're interested in career opportunities with the electrical and systems contracting industry, jump over to myelectriccareer.com. That's myelectriccareer.com to learn more and start on your path to achieve your dreams.